It's time for the No Shot Clock Podcast. We're talking the biggest stories in Illinois high school basketball. Now, here are your hosts, Michael O'Brien of the Chicago Sun-Times and Joe Hendrickson of the City Suburban Boost Report. Welcome in, everybody. We are right smack dab in the middle of the shootout season. Big weekend we just got through. Uh, Mike, big showdown Tuesday night, Simeon Kenwood. Uh, that's tomorrow as we're recording this. And then today's podcast, the annual stock report. We are going to buy and sell stocks. Doing a little bit differently. We're going to get into that uh, specifically how we're going to do that. A little bit we'll do our two takes mike but uh busy weekend uh high school basketball around the entire state including down the southern part of the state where simeon kind of stole the show for the weekend yeah and a, a busy one coming up i i'm probably not going to do it but i thought about going out to moline wow uh, east st louis saturday with yeah, moline yeah. east st louis and right before it is um is it Wabonzi marrying Catholic or I don't, there's enough local teams there that I could make it work. Um, so yeah, it was kind of intriguing. I haven't been there since, Oh boy, like Oh one or Oh two, I think is the last time I was at the Wharton field house, but it's a cool place. I mean, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Another different spot, but uh, yeah, go see a DuPage Valley team in Moline. <laughs> yeah. Who can figure the DuPage Valley out by the way? I mean, you never know who's going to win every night. It's crazy. <laughs> a lot of weird scores. Yes, uh, it's wild. Like like close ones. Then all of a sudden there's a 28, 30 point game. Or a, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know what is going on there, but it looks fun. Um, yeah, there's five teams all within a shot of first place. Yeah, I think it's. We, we talked about that in the beginning right. of the year where we thought yep. it would be. And it's it's so far delivered. And I, I have not seen Nikwa and uh, Matea yet. And I'm into Calvin. I really want to see them because I enjoy it actually. Naperville Central Mobanzi a lot. And um, yeah, I got to find a, a time to get out there. But next couple of weeks is going to be a lot of public league. It's, I mean, it's crazy how many teams have 17 and 18 games played already. Yeah. And uh, I, I even was like, well, that's a different story. Well, we'll, we'll We'll stick to what we're doing. I was going to go on a tangent, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> uh, takes, no, gonna... yeah, two takes. Uh, you go ahead, get started, Mike. Give me. Give I'm going to start out. I got a positive one. I uh, last last week I went out to see uh, uh, Glenbard North and Hoffman Estates. Uh, it was a night. There wasn't a, a ton going on, and you know they're both good t- teams, and I hadn't seen either one, and so it was a little bit of a risk, though. You never know what you're going to get. And I was really, really into J.J. Hernandez, the uh, junior at Glenbard North. Um, not a kid I knew anything much about other than his, you know, I'd been following his totals, but uh, Mike Weinstein of um, the Fundamental uh, U-Team, I saw him at the Glenbrook North game oh, a few weeks ago, and he had mentioned a couple players he thought I'd like, and boy, did I like J.J. Hernandez. He just does a lot. He's, what, 6'5", 6'6", mm-hmm. um, junior, and he is so active. You know, he is not one of those guys that stands there waiting for the game to come to him or shows you flashes of this or that. He gets out and does it. And he's a shot blocker. You know, he can hit a three and you know, he gets to the rim and dunks. I was 
it's not often these days <laughs> that I go out and I see a kid and he's quite a bit better than I expected. Lately, I, I seem to get a lot of the opposite. So that was a nice surprise. And man, if you look at his numbers, I mean, he had two 30 point games the first week of the season. And we have as a junior and we have not had a lot of guys score 30, you know, period this year and the, the shot blocking numbers he's had five or six shots blocked in a lot of games he, he's getting steals he rebounds and had some double doubles so I, I was really excited to see him and it was nice to find a new name um to kind of monitor an interesting team too they played a couple freshmen a lot uh they're a team that could wind up in the bottom half of the rankings uh next season yeah they're 10 and 6 in that Duquesne uh, top half of the league and and a wide open league it is um my first one is is about a league and and you know I think we talked about it or written about it a little bit, but the West Suburban Silver, I went out Friday night, watched a big one in that league, Downers Grove North and Lions Township in a in a back and forth game. It was low scoring, but it was back and forth, exciting game. In uh, a really cool, anybody has been to LT, it's a, it's a fun, cool gym, uh, big gym. Uh, this conference, you know, and it's funny because Lions has been the one that's been cruising and rolling and climbing the rankings. And then we get, all of a sudden, we get a red, red, red hot Hinsdale Central that won their own tournament, and now they're you know riding high, climbing your top twenty-five rankings. And the, I mean, the Downers Grove North team, which I talked about in the preseason, really liked. Uh, they got a, a a couple of really good young pieces as well. You know, they gave they were beaten LT the whole game uh, and lost it at the end, and then they had a, the tough back-to-back games and then played Hinsdale Central and lost in I think it was triple overtime uh I think on Saturday night so it just kind of and then you got the the old Glenbard West still plugging away uh you know I, it's just we, we expected it to be a really fun league and you know up for grabs league among teams that are pretty darn good and after seeing them all now I I've seen a little bit of each one of these teams uh, Lions has established itself as the team to beat, but Hinsdale Central is playing lights out basketball right now, and and it's just made it even more of an interesting league. I wasn't even, you know, counting them as a true legit contender. Uh, I thought it'd be Lions and 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 Downers North, and then Hinsdale Central kind of just playing the role of the spoiler role and a very quality good team, but they're right there with them. Uh, so, and we talked about York in the last podcast, Oak Park. So it's just a really good league that I don't know has gotten as much attention as it deserves for having, I mean, I think two teams have been pretty much in your, you know, as Downers North was in the rankings at one point. Yeah. They just dropped out. They'd been in the last month. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they've had two teams regularly in that, in that, in the top 25. So it's just a fun league to watch over the next, you know, month, month and a half. My second take, it's not going to be so positive, Joe. <laughs> I, uh, start, we started off in a good note, but you know what I realized? And I, I think this has been brewing in me, and I think uh, you might agree. I think we've hit shootout overload. Oh, my gosh. That was almost a take of mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's just I had it written down as a backup. Yeah, the, the crowds are or crap <laughs> yeah for, for big games there's no intensity in the gyms everybody's just shoving together five and six games and five charged, or six How about <laughs> nine yeah. seven eight it's, and you know a lot of it you know as a joliet west fan you know report i'm covering them all but as you know everybody knows i'm a joliet west guy and 
they have like one big game at home, you know, in this big year because mm-hmm. all their big games are at shootouts. And I think it's bad for high school basketball that we don't have these big games in the communities. And it's just, and it, it'd be okay if you're going to one or two, but it's all the big games are gone mm-hmm. now. And the ticket prices are outrageous for some oh, of these things. Stupid. That keep fans from going. And it's just everyone, I think it really hurts that these teams aren't playing big games in their communities regularly. And I miss just a nice, good, big non-conference game at home that the huge crowd comes out to see. And, and you know, it's a big deal. And I, I, I just, I think everybody gets the point. It's just, I think we've hit Matt. And you looked at the crowd at DePaul this weekend. That was a really good example. That's a well-run event, you know, with parking. It's easy enough. They don't charge a lot there. It's for charity. And there should have been a much bigger crowd, you know, for that Joy Westerling Meadows game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, full disclosure, I mean, I'm talking about shootouts and I, I've been running one for, I don't know, a dozen years. So when sides collide. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to make it sound like <laughs> get rid of all of them. Keep my, that's not my point. But my point is what we're seeing, Mike, is, is our, our, I'm trying to figure out why some of these teams want to go to some of them. You know, I, I'm not taking any, I'm, I'm going to pick on Rolling Meadows and Nutrier. Um, from the shootout game that I went to at South Belgium, like that'd be a really cool game in a home gym. And, and I, it was dead. It was a fantastic game with 50 people in the crowd back at South Elgin in December. And uh, to your point, it takes away from a home game from one of those two teams. And I, and I just see some of these really high quality teams, either a going to a shootout and playing, not really a marquee, even not even a marquee matchup sometimes. And then, or B, they're playing a really good matchup team that that should be played somewhere else in front of fans, at least the home fans. So, yeah, I, I it's funny you brought it up. I totally, and I'm looking at the slate of some more Martin Luther King shootouts. And, <laughs> oh boy, yeah. um, you know, it's just I, I agree. I you go back 10, 15 years, and you had, and I think it kind of takes away from the the elite shootouts. You agree, like a little bit, like. You kind of yeah, because there's up fatigue. For them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No like I would get excited for that city suburban showdown, you know, mm-hmm. back in, in Bob Rocco and David Kaplan. So anyway, um, again, I when sides collides in two weeks, so <laughs> I, 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 I get it. But my one, my second one's really really quick, and it's not about pro con shot clock, even though I'm 100 pro. Uh, it, it, it is how much I am cognizant now, and I think it's because it's it's in some events, at some tournaments and shootouts, it's it's kind of on the periphery of, of, of coming down the pike, you know, happening. So I just am aware. I, I just can't get over how much now I pay attention to shot what would be in non shot clock games, shot clock situations. I literally at the end of games and always thinking to myself, what if I'm sitting next to a a basketball fan or, or bugging Mrs. Hoops report next to me. If she goes with me, I, I just, th- there's situations now, Mike, where I am dying for the shot clock. Well, uh, when they pull it out at the end, it's much yeah, more noticeable now. Yes, yeah. exactly. I agree. I, yeah. You know, like to be like a minute 40 left and uh-huh. I can see that team starting to, okay, yeah. we're going to go into our spread. We're going to, you know, and they're up four and it, yeah, I, I know there's logistics and and there's a lot of whining from people. 
it, it, it makes the sport a better sport or I'm sorry. It makes the shot clock makes basketball a better sport. It really does ask coaches that have played with it. There are some, a couple that were didn't carry the way have told me, Joe, I am so on board with this thing. I, it, it makes coaching more fun, uh, making more decisions towards the ends of games coming up with shot clock situations and down, you know, five, four seconds left and out of sideline of bounds, uh, things like that. So, it, again, I, I am for it. I'm not going to get into that, but it, it is much more cognizant of, of what's going on in, in shot clock related uh, situations than I've ever, ever imagined I'd be thinking of them. All right, Joe, stock report time. Are you ready to? Uh... Yeah. Now, everybody is, that listens to the podcast knows we've done this, I don't know, four, three, four, five, I don't even know how many years. And we, we're doing a little bit different format. We are going to be doing, usually we've done a whole laundry, a long list of, of, of buys and sells. Mike's picked five that he's going to sell and he's going to buy. I've picked five. I'm going to sell. I'm going to buy. We haven't talked about any of the teams that we're choosing. So we may have some crossover, which we'll let you know each other know when it happens. Uh, but a reminder, this is a big reminder when everybody you know starts tweeting and this does not mean that we don't like these teams, that we think they're bad, that they aren't going to do anything the rest of the way. It's simply you think of the stock report. You just think of stocks. Are these teams at possibly reach their their pinnacle here with, with the stock in terms of how high that stock is and get the best value for them right now? And, are, and vice versa, are those teams out there? that we think are kind of lurking or maybe struggled or maybe got a certain path that may get them a little farther than maybe they not deserve, but um, <laughs> then you expect based on where they are right now. And we might some, you know, buy that, or does one of us just go all in on a particular stock that's ultra expensive. I do have one of these uh, that I'm still going to purchase, but again, it's just a stock report of the high school basketball teams that we want to buy and sell at this point in time, with a whole big chunk of the season left. Uh, so, Mike, I don't know if there's anything I missed or you want to clear up, but uh, that's pretty much the gist of it. No, Joe, the teams I sell, I do hate. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike's going to say. Let me All see right. if I hate any teams. I, no. Uh, all right. Let, let, go ahead. Let, give me one, Mike, that you're going to buy. Uh, easy one to start. I'm going to go with my the big blue chip I'm going to buy. I think Kenwood, number three. In my rankings, they're number three. They're thirteen and two. They just lost the uh, Proviso West Holiday Tournament Championship to Young, a team that they're going to have to play to win the city and play to win sectionals and state and all that. So I think it's as low as it's ever going to be. This time in forty-eight hours, it could be huge. They <laughs> can knock true. off Simeon. So I think there's a ton of value there. I I, I like it going forward. So I'm going to actually spend my the most money, most of my budget on Kenwood. I will stay with my one big ticket item that I'm going to purchase today. In fact, it's one that's going to play Kenwood in two weeks. Bennett, I don't know. I mean, they are 18 and one, ranked number four. They're extremely expensive, but I just keep looking at two things. One, the East Suburban Catholic Conference, they're going to keep piling up wins. They're going to run away with that league. Two, that's sectional, Mike. I don't want to put any pressure on Gene Heitkamp and the, and the Red Wings, but goodness gracious, that sectional is bad. And Bennett is the cream of the crop. I love them rolling. I shouldn't say that. Nothing can happen in March, but 
them getting into that sectional. Also, a super sectional matchup that's very, very winnable. Uh, they play that Rockford Jefferson sectional winner out in DeKalb. So my big, big ticket item, Bennett, putting a lot of money and, and just going to buy as much stock of Bennett as I can right now. And they play Kenwood in two weeks in that win sides collide, which should be a fun one. Yeah, that's an interesting call there. I briefly had them on my sell list. They didn't Ooh. make it, but I thought about it because they're just, I don't think it can possibly get any higher. Is I mean, I think they're really good, but yeah, I, I just think they're gonna, I think it's I, I, they, but they get to Peoria, or God, I keep saying Peoria. they could get to Peoria though. They get to Champagne, then they're one upset semifinal upset, and we know what happens with Ben, but then but, they could still not be ranked higher than they are now. They're well, four. My, my my stock isn't completely <laughs> based on Michael O'Brien's. I know, ranking, but I'm just but, I'm just saying this is they could literally go to state and win a game and Kenwood, lose the state championship and still be four. So, Kenwood Kenwood could very easily lose in a sectional. Yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. No okay. doubt. I mean, they we could. both we both have pretty expensive stock items that you could argue that. I mean, I wasn't going to sell Kenwood, but. Yeah, I, I anyway, thought of it. Give me, anyway. give, me a, give me a give me a give me a sell. Uh, my sell, my first one. I feel a little bad, but it's Lincoln Way East. I just feel like they haven't quite they keep creeping up my rankings. They're 16 now, they're 14 and one. They won the Effingham Tutopolis. I've seen them play and they're a good team, but I've been trying to keep them from getting too high in the rankings, but it's hard because and I think they're going to be in trouble on Wednesday. They play at Bloom. I think it's going to maybe start kind of a come back down to earth for a good Griffins team that probably isn't a top 15 team. My sell is a team I actually do like. That's just came off a pretty impressive win. They beat up Bolingbrook pretty easily. They're 15 and two ranked number eight, brother rice. I like brother rice. Uh, I, I I love Ahmad Henderson. I love this team, but I just see some limitations when I see Brother Rice in terms of getting. You, you look at that Catholic league going forward. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's three teams ahead of them right now, undefeated in, in the Catholic league. So you got some some big games: Saint Rita, Ignatius, Mount Carmel, all four and zero. You know, and you got some other teams that are very solid like the Lyols of the world then you look ahead to that they got a matchup with rolling medals coming up i you know i i would take rolling medals for sure in that matchup in two weeks at when sides collide and then that sectional with your kenwood saint rita they do not match up very well with either of those teams they've already lost to saint rita uh i just can't see brother rice's stock getting much higher than it is right now at 15 and 2 um and, and and obviously top 10. So I'm going to sell some Brother Rice right now while, while I can get some some really good value right now. Wow, that's my next buy. I'll buy it from you, Joe. Give me that Brother Rice stock. Wow. I, I, I That dismantling of Bolingbrook on Saturday, I mean, I, I, they're one of the teams I've seen improve the most from when I first saw them to the last couple times I've seen them. And I think it can continue. I think there's more room. I agree with everything you said about the sectional road. I think they can knock off teams like 
the teams in the Catholic League, I think they can knock off Rolling Meadows if they play well. I think they could knock off Joliet West or Bennett. I think they're one of the few teams in my rankings that I can see beating some of the teams above them. And I think they're one of the few teams that could pull off a massive upset in the sectional and maybe knock off one of those big teams. And I'm not sure I see that about some of the others. I'm really high on how much better they've been each time I've seen them. You know, I saw that loss to Rita. I think they beat Rita by 10, 12 now easy, especially at home. They just weren't the same team back then. So yeah, I'll take some brother rice stock. All right. Well, my next buy uh, is I'm going off the board here a little bit. Not un- <laughs> unranked teams. I'm buying Stevenson. I am buying some Stevenson stock. Like they have two losses all year. Lost to Oswego East, very good team. They lost to Glenbrook South. They are, I believe, twelve and two, fourteen and two. Yep. Um, obviously, you're talking one of the I don't know top handful of coaches, uh, probably in the Chicago area. Uh, they, they, they're a team that again has a favorable schedule. I think they're going to pile up some wins. I think eventually Mike's going to have to be like, you know, what? they're geez, they're 17 and three. And, you know, I'm probably have to put them in the rankings. Uh, and we look ahead to that state tournament road. Uh, it's a very, very winnable Barrington sectional right now. I guess Libertyville is the hot team. They're ranked. They're probably the team i mean i don't know um i i just like stevenson's path going forward to get wins and make us a, a run come state tournament time so i'm gonna buy some stevenson stock right now while it's while it's pretty low yeah that's a great time to buy it because they play libertyville this weekend so that i might be at that one that one might determine who is in the ranking so you're buying stevenson at the exact right time uh for sure i'm gonna go even far further joe off the off the map for my next buy um christ the king when's the last time anybody thought about christ the king they're 12 and 2 well christ the king won in new york i thought about them yeah (laughs) Yeah, Uh, not gonna buy that i want the chicago uh, on the west side okay they're they're 12 and 2 and if you look at their schedule it's a little astounding i'm gonna say that there's not a team i could come up with that you would not thought about all year I mean, they beat you high by 15. They're a team some of us have seen that have played some some good schools. They lost to Lindblom by four. They smoked Wheaton Academy, always pretty solid, by 17. They uh, beat Evergreen Park by 12 points. That is a solidly above average, you know, much bigger school. They smoked Timothy Christian this weekend by 40. We've seen what their scores were against Rolling Meadows and some others. And this is a two-way school. I'm all in on this two way now. If you they are gonna host in the play in the sectional, so that's in their favor. But they've got some tough teams in there. Farragut and Clark are there, but I think based on some of those scores, they're gonna be able to play with them. They have a regular season matchup against Farragut coming up. On the other side, DePaul is lurking, but we don't know how healthy they're gonna be. And they're at home. I think I got a regional for sure out of this team nobody has talked about. And I think I got a good chance to get at least get to a sectional final, maybe more. I know absolutely nothing about Christ the King, except I keep noticing their scores. They're playing way above their heads against a much bigger school. So I, I want some. That's a good one. I mean, a very unheard of off the radar stock. Uh, this is going to be a real quick one, just because I said Stevenson. Guess which one I'm selling? Libertyville? 
Libertyville. <laughs> yeah. uh, I they've won ten or eleven in a row. They're in Mike's rankings. Uh, there have been a very good story in, in the North Suburban Conference, but you know, and, and again, th- th- this is a big gamble on the Stevenson Libertyville game to a point. But I, I, I just. I think I can get a lot for Libertyville right now for where they're at. And I want to sell it because I just, there's too many teams in that sectional that are flip of the coin. Uh, I think Libertyville has some limitations as well. And I'm going to sell right now when, when, when it's hot. I'm going to do a quick buy sell. That's kind of like that as well. I'm going to, I've already, we've written and talked a lot about Glenbrook South, but I want to buy them like brother rice. They keep getting better. And I love that. And I'm all in on them. I'll buy that. And on the same flip side, I'm going to sell the new Trier. I just haven't seen the same kind of improvement with them. I think they might have kind of hit their ceiling. They had that great Rolling Meadows win that's going to keep them expensive. They're still in the top 15. And I'm just not sure they've got the same kind of bright future that Glenbrook South might. So I'm going to buy Glenbrook South, sell new Trier. I've got a double doozy sell that contradicts everything i said 12 minutes ago uh i'm selling both my west suburban silver team joe joe hold on i'm selling the entire west suburban conference Uh oh i'm adding proviso east Ah. from the other side i'm selling all of it both no no shot clock is just (laughs) selling off the west suburban i am selling off lions and his el central I, I like Lions. I like Kinzel Central. I like you both guys. Yeah. I do. But Lions is number nine in the rankings, mm-hmm. 13 and one. Mm-hmm. I am cashing in. Good job, LT. You got <laughs> yeah. me my money. You have done a fantastic job through two months. You've done your job for me, and I'm off. I I, I they I, another team that is limited. Uh and again, Mike, that they just have that. That road, road. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see them no. being able to win that sectional, uh, which where they're ranked right now is kind of how you're going to have to get add more money, and I just don't see it. Hinsdale Central, common, uh, basically the same same boat. They are yeah. red hot, and I don't know. They're up to uh, 18 on your rankings, um, and, yeah. and if I had a 16, you know what? I, I would really, really sell my proviso e stock. I can, can I can I get a sixth one? I want to just I'm gonna do that too. Yeah, I'm selling the whole conference. Yeah, proviso east, add downers grove north. I mean how all, brutal is that? It's it's you just can't I just can't see it, them. It, it really shortened the no the the uh stock report here. <laughs> <laughs> we just knocked out three teams. It's all a, right. I gotta buy. Uh you got a buy left? Um, I, I have two buys left. Oh, okay. Now, then you go. Give give us a buy. All right. All right. <laughs> this one, Mike, is going against everything. <laughs> I, I am buying a team that has not looked good, and I've seen them three times. And they Ooh. haven't looked good, I don't think, in any of the games I've watched. Oh, Rita. Nope. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hmm. It was a preseason top 25. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pre- eh, maybe it wasn't. I think it was. They're they're not even talked about now. Loyola, Lake Forest. Oh, whoa! I, oh, wow! I just feel like they're gonna get a little light in the bottle at the end of the year. And again, I you know any of these stock reports that we do, 
Joe is always looking ahead to those bad sections. <laughs> and I just, I got to pull it up, I guess, but I, I don't think there's anybody in it. Uh, they're 3A. And they got to take care of the, is it Great Lake Central in that one though? Uh, yeah. Let's take the red hot Grays Lake Central. Uh, St. Pat's. I mean, who's beating them in there, Mike? My, my buy. Who? Uh, I'm buying uh, Crystal Lake South. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. That's a good I, one. But I, 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 I mean, Lake Forest is not in that, I thought, though. They're in a different one, I believe. No, right? Crystal Lake South is not in there. So, oh, well, Grays no. Lake Central is in the same one as Crystal Lake South. They're all at Burlington. So where I've, is Lake I've Forest? got it pulled up. Grays Lake Central hosts the sectional, Mike, with Lake Forest. I do not see a Crystal Lake anywhere to be found. Crystal Lake South is... Where is Crystal Lake South? They are in the Burlington Central sectional. Yeah. So okay. I, I was still, looking at still, the, It's still a good buy. Yeah, the Crystal Lake Central. I got Crystal Lake Central and Gray's Lake Central confused. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. I, uh, so, yeah, Lake Forest. I don't yeah. I mean Gray's Lake Central and Lake Forest will probably – I, I don't know. That, that That's my sole reason. I think Lake Forest, way back in the preseason, November, when you throw out those, when the, you know, those crazy predictions, I had Lake Forest playing in Champaign. Oh, boy. They have not been the team I expected. They've, they've had some injuries. I mean, Asa Thomas has been banged up. Yeah. Anyway, I, 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 I am just going to roll the dice, even though they have not looked the part of a stock buying team at, at this point. Yeah. Well, this makes me feel even better. I had a whole thing for why I was Brian Crystal Lake South. And that's when I thought Gray's Lake Central was in their sectional. So get rid of them. I mean, I saw Crystal Lake South earlier in the year. They got two very good guards in AJ Demerov, the sophomore, and Cooper LePage, the senior. And you know what? Guards matter the most. They got some nice size. But you look at this, they're not getting any hype now. You know, they're third in their conference. Huntley and Grays Lake Central are, are ahead of them. They didn't come through and win the holidays. You know, they lost in the semis at Jacobs. But you look at this sectional. I mean, Burlington Central is the hosts and the other really good team. And it really, I mean, it's rough. Rockford Boylan, I don't even know what they have this year, but the Woodstocks are there. I mean, this is a very, very, very winnable sectional for a kind of a veteran quality Crystal Lake South team. I think I can get this stock for like nothing and have a super sectional team. That is not a bad buy. Cooper LePage, let's get it done for Michael O'Brien's stock. Mike, I'm going to do the same thing with uh, the, the some ridiculously cheap stock. I mean, bottom of the barrel stock. I'm talking a team that's winless in their league. <laughs> winless. Can you already buy one? Wait, what's like for? Sorry. <laughs> winless. Are they winless? I don't. I don't think so. But <laughs> I'd be buying two. Two. Uh, like for they're uh, two. Nah, they're two. two and two. Yeah, Come on. This one's actually winless in their league. Nine and seven, I think, or something overall. Class two A. Paul Prep. Oh, I am buying Paul Prep. Tom Kleinschmidt's team has been decimated by injuries. I mean, they haven't had a full slate. They're they're two. They have two Division One juniors, and they haven't. Man, they played like a combination of like two, three games. So, I, you know, they just you know, they just beat Lake Forest. But 
you know, they've played a, a pretty good competitive schedule. You're talking about a team that, you know, lost to Mount Carmel by one. Uh, they, 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 you know, played St. Rita pretty tough. They've, you know, I, I just think with, they can get those Peyton Kamen, uh, is the, is the one junior that's been out. Uh, he's played two or three games, I think. Um, Jalen McElroy, who's just, I think he's one of the most productive juniors. If, if he can get on the floor, uh, come state tournament time, that we'll we'll have you know Maurice Thomas in the backcourt. Some of their young kids uh, from and PJ Chambers is back. I I just think this team, with what they I mean, they could bottom out in this Catholic league. I get it. However, no one's talking about them. They're obviously not ranked. They're probably you know not going to be ranked. But Mike, you look at that two A feel that they have of teams and why not if they can get healthy. So I'm going to roll the dice on this team, getting their health back and being able to make another deep run come state tournament time. Because I, I, I mean, their sectional is they got to deal with Christ, the King. I mean, they Christ the King, <laughs> you know, that game is going to be huge for who really, who wins the stock report. It's all, it's all, I can't name a Christ the King player. If Christ, if Christ, if Christ the King and DePaul are playing for a sectional championship. At the castle. Uh, uh, At the castle on the west dude, side. We should go. <laughs> I mean, no one does go into Christ the King and get out of there very much with a win. But, no, I have no idea. Who was there? Um, they had the, the last guy who went to college. He was pretty good. Um, From gosh. Christ the King? Yeah, five or six years ago. Little uh-huh. guard from the west side. God, what is it? High school. Oh, I feel bad. He um he, he was he was a great kid. He uh I was we were leaving after I think we did like a whole interview with them back then for season pass, like a video thing, and we were walking out and he he was worried about the neighborhood and he asked if I could if he could walk me to my car. I remember that story. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like, I think I'll be okay, but sure. <laughs> he was a nice guy. So I need to return to the castle this year and check out Christ the King. Uh, I mean, I like your Christ the King pick. It's because, I, I mean, I know you, I think I analyze this stuff way too early there, earlier than you do. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, Mike, that Joliet Central 2A Super, super Sectional. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Phillips I, is one to watch in there. I mean, there's always going to be one to watch because there's nobody can win them. Yeah, but I mean, you could say they're the favorite <laughs> on that side. Yeah, no doubt about. I mean that. Yeah, I mean Phillips, and I don't even know who to pick. I mean, I guess Leo could still win a sectional. Oh no, Le- I think Perspective's leadership's over there. Yeah, Perspective's leadership is yeah. over there, and um, which just lost by a hundred to. Yeah, that what Tara Longwood I think got some transfers eligible recently ish so they might be showing improvement you high isn't horrible um but yeah it's yeah that's a that Juliet central one is 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 tough I mean, maybe we shouldn't overlook parker yeah i all i'm saying i honestly believe my biggest cash return i truly think this is going to end up being the paul pro do Just i have because... to sell another team i, get I a whole you, can't, you can't sell a whole league yeah I mean, so no, I think we 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 wrapped good. up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I had that means I got one that I won't have to uh, burn my bridges with. So we'll just uh, cross that off and leave it. Um, Joe, we haven't. We guess we got a couple minutes if you want to do a complaint about Martin Luther King basketball. No, I. You know why? Because I don't think it was. It's if you look at the schedule and the slate, uh, it's not as forced this year. There's not as quite as much. Well, it's partly because we haven't figured it all out. 
<laughs> so before you, uh, we're still waiting on schedules. Yeah, I <laughs> from some of them. So I just have never. It's it's, it's gonna well, get worse. Um, I, I just never enjoyed it. I just yes, have. some good games popped up in there now. I, I agree. Like Sunday, the, 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 the one, slow. the one, the one at Geneva's got a couple of some prospects and stuff for me to go see. So, um, and as you know, as we talk and we put this thing up on Tuesday, Kenwood Simeon real quick, an extra one minute take on that. I feel like it's just going to be a bridge too far for Simeon. Wow. I think Kenwood's going to come get it. I think underdogs, I think they're going to be dying for some, you know, they love the spotlight and they've lost the spotlight over the last few weeks. And I think it's going to be easy for Mike Irvin to get the guys up and going. And yeah, yeah I just, I don't know. I heard there was I, some I, trouble over there though. I heard Chris Riddle came back and it didn't go real well. Did you hear anything about that? Yeah. Basically, so, you know, I, you know, and, and in defense of Riddle or anybody that joins a red, you know, a team that's been, you know what I mean? He's not a player that they're familiar with and has been there and, and, and they're used tough, to play a yeah, tough time to join. Yeah. And it's not like it's, I don't know, like a veteran that's been around forever and they know what they got and who's coming in and they've got so many pieces. So it is really tricky and it's very hard. Uh, and you know, that, that, that's, it's a loaded team, which I, you know, Mike Urban still has to manage that. And vice versa, you know, I actually just wrote about this in, in my three-pointer column, how Robert Smith has been able to do this for years, just kind of navigate a roster and, and get everybody on the same page. And I, I just think Simeon, not having watched them play either one of those out-of-state games, but still being extremely impressed by what they accomplished over this past weekend, I just feel like they're due for a lemon. They really yeah, are. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, but I just... I don't, I don't see it happening in this one because it's just, it's, maybe they'll be too amped up, which I could see happening, and I think that would be the downfall, uh, or detriment, just too pumped, too amped up to get yeah. this shot at Kenwood. But it, uh, it's, yeah. it, it, it'll be that, fun. That you just described what I see. Kenwood's gonna, I think, function better in the madness. I will, I will, t- I, will yeah. I will take Simeon though. I'm gonna yeah. take Simeon and, and a tight one. That Imhotep team was good. I, I watched both games. Um, it was great. You know, the one was on ESPN two, and I actually got a an FHS subscription to watch the other one. And Imhotep was really good. That was a that was yeah, a heck of a win. So, so yeah. much individual talent. I mean. Yeah, I, I was impressed by that one for sure. Um, I didn't think Indianapolis Cathedral was all that great. I thought that Michigan State. I can't believe that kid's top five. I mean, maybe on potential or something but he wasn't awesome. <laughs> that, that win was not as uh, yeah. impressive for me. But anyway, uh, oh boy, it's going to be a, a fun week. Get out and enjoy some uh, Martin Luther King basketball, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody.